0: Welcome to Sound Authors, where authors and musicians sound off. I've decided to start the show with an incredible musician named Anais Mitchell. She just won a bunch of awards for her Broadway musical, *Hades Town*. So inspiring to watch her journey uh, and how she's taken that all around the country and the world and finally, gotten the praise that she deserves. I've heard a bunch of different versions of this show since the beginning with incredible collaborators, some of my great heroes of singing taking part in this musical, and now it's on Broadway. Now it has been lauded. Now it's on the big stage. And my old teacher, Michael Chorney, is a real genius. He wrote the score for this show, and he's currently in New York playing with the show. So that's really inspiring. And in listening back to this interview from 2008, the very beginning of 2008, Anais was already talking about the collaboration that she was doing with Michael, and it's taken all these years, but uh, she's finally gotten there with it. Her voice is unique and strange and beautiful. She's got the soul of Vermont in her voice where she grew up, and she's worth listening to. It's worth more of a deep dive than... Even her brilliant musical Hades Town. So, jump on in, listen to a few words I exchanged with Anais way back eleven years ago, and we'll talk to you on the flip side.
1: We like to feature authors of sound, and Anais Mitchell is certainly that. Her songs are gorgeous. Acoustic Guitar magazine writes. Like Bob Dylan, Leonard Cohen, and Gillian Welsh, Mitchell weaves her stories into an effortlessly beautiful and cohesive tapestry with the skill of an artisan's carpenter showing no seams. Welcome to the show, Anais.
2: Thanks for having me, Dr. Kent.
1: Yeah, you can call me Kent. And, uh, oh, good. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I I, uh, I lived in Vermont for several years. I went to Middlebury College um, darn near Oh, 10 very years ago.
2: cool.
1: And I studied with I- Michael Chorney.
2: I'm sorry, who did you study with?
1: And I studied with Michael Chorney.
2: Amazing, right? Yeah. I uh, actually went to Middlebury myself. Um, and I grew up in Vermont, like about 10 minutes away from the school. Cool. And um, But that's so great that you that you know Michael. He, um, he's been a collaborator of mine for like a few years now and has produced a couple records for me. And right now we're working on a, a big piece of music theater together that he's writing the score for, and I'm writing the songs.
1: Wonderful. you you two together sound absolutely amazing, and uh you're on tour right now. your album's doing very well where Where are you right now
2: um right now i'm in i'm with my friend austin um Austin Nevins, who's playing guitar with me right now. We're in um Tehachapi California, which is like in the middle of the desert <laughs> between awesome. um San francisco and l a and we're on our way down to l a tonight
1: now, how did all this happen? You're you're on Righteous Babe Records with your new album, The Brightness. It's beautiful. Uh, how did, did you meet Annie DeFranco? How did this all happen?
2: Yeah. Um, well, you mean how how did I connect with Righteous Babe in exactly, particular? Yeah.
1: Um,
2: Well, I was when I got through with school. You know, I sort of asked myself, well, should I get a job or should I um, move into my car <laughs> and just start driving around and and trying to play, you know, for whatever for whatever I could um which is what I did and so for a couple of years I was I was doing that and just sort of making my own way um I put out one album with another label called Waterbug Records which is um based in Chicago um and, and so I was doing that and I ended up um hooking up with a guy in Buffalo who um he's kind of a like a fairy godfather Promoter figure, he brings a lot of sort of up and coming songwriters to Buffalo, and and he'll give them a few shows and put them up in his house and things like that. And he also um happens to be Ani DeFranco's childhood guitar teacher, hmm. and they've maintained a friendship for for many years. So um so he brought me to Buffalo, and and he put up a couple shows, and then I guess Ani just happened to not be on tour, so he invited her out to the show, and that's how. um I met her and her manager and, and the righteous babe folks. So speaking
1: so it took, oh, speaking about that I, I believe it or not, I grew up listening to Annie DeFranco before I heard uh any of my uh other music. Now my sister snuck in records. I wasn't allowed to hear anything but folk and classical, but uh she snuck in a <laughs> of Annie DeFranco's records. And I, I really uh I loved that. My sister saw her play, um about um gosh, fifteen years ago in Minnesota when she was uh starting out. And uh, it's wonderful that you have so much success. Uh, I'd love to listen to you, I think it's the first track on the album, Your Fonder Heart.
2: Great, yeah, cool. Okay. Come out,
1: come on,
3: come outside. Don't you hide your handsome face from me I wanna see you half lit in the half light Laughing with the whites of your dark eyes Shining darkly
1: gorgeous song it's a beautiful sound uh what what was your inspiration as a child to start singing
2: as a as a kid, when I first started playing
1: yeah.
2: um well I, I always loved songs and singing and um and my dad uh is a is a writer. He wrote some novels when he was a young man, and then some more like nonfiction stuff when he was older um so we had a great library and and a great record collection, and it all was housed in the same room and um my dad is was always really into lyricists, you know he would have whole albums committed to memory and um so i think that that as a kid i kind of grew up with the idea that that songwriting was a was sort of another noble part of the like the literary world um and that certainly got me interested in songwriting when i when i first began i think it was that i wanted to write i wanted to be a writer and um and one way to be to have people listen was to was to have a song you know to write a song and to be um expressing the the words with music um and then when i was maybe um in like 14 years old or you know first getting into high school there were a lot of women like ani defranco um and like Dar Williams and Tori Amos, and um the whole Willis Fair thing was kind of right. coming up then, so that was a big inspiration when i when I heard uh, you know a lot of women that were making their way um a lot of them in an in, in the acoustic tradition as well just just with a guitar or a piano um and yeah, so I'd say that was so that was the beginning of it for me.
1: Wonderful. Well, you've come to an incredible place. We'll all visit you online at aniasmitchell.com. That's A N A I S, Mitchell, two L's at the end, dot com. Uh, it's beautiful music. Let's listen to a little bit of Shenandoah here with Michael Chorney's uh, pedal steel, I believe, in the back, right?
2: That's him.
3: have mercy on my mind, mercy on my memory. I'm lying neath the same Virginia sky where she lays beside me, biding time, trying to abide me. Every night when Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: An inspiration going from a singer-songwriter traveling around and singing her songs to someone who has her name up in lights with an incredible musical called Hades Town so proud that she's won big awards for this and it's worth visiting on Broadway listening to the soundtrack listening to the various performances that have been given of this incredible work of music uh, throughout its lifetime which is I mean, 15 years now. And um, check out all of her music. It's strange, it's eclectic, it's unique, and it's worth listening to. Thanks for tuning in to Sound Authors, where authors and musicians sound off. This is the end of my first uh, show, listening back to all my old interviews, and I hope you're enjoying it. If you wanna hear some new interviews, drop me a note and tell me who you wanna hear me talk to, and uh, I'll do my best I miss doing this, and I'm really excited to get it going again. Take care, and we will see you on the flip side.